Welcome to Hamsterdam. I'm excited. NFL Draft is here. Joining me is Sean Larson. Sean, how are you? I'm excited. It, it is uh, it is NFL Draft Day. After months of speculation and combines and weird interview questions and mock drafts, we're finally here. In ridiculous analysis. Apparently, Eli Apple's... Uh, I don't know if you saw this. His stock is falling because, quote unquote, he has no life skills. He can't cook. <laughs> he only knows how to make top ramen. Uh, the NFL draft, everybody. <laughs> this is the NFL draft. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. I remember some person was like, we need to like have this earlier so we don't have like this overthinking thing. It's like, mm-hmm. no, that's not going to happen. Literally, everybody is talking about the NFL draft during the NBA playoffs. Yeah, and I feel all like, we're doing is talking about the NFL draft. I feel like something like, "Oh, he has no life skills." I, I feel like that's like something out of like The Sims or something, where your character just has like no self-sufficient skills and just gets stuck in the corner and doesn't know how to get out of the the kitchen with like no door in it. Like you have no life skills. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, so, a couple notable things that kind of change the dynamic of when people are getting drafted. One, uh, the Browns traded down, which is unreal. And apparently, they traded down to number eight. Apparently, they're looking to trade down again, which would maybe be the smartest Browns thing they've done ever. But watch them still draft like Paxton Lynch with their first pick. Yeah. <laughs> added, added to the saddest jersey of all time. Yeah. Or what if they traded back up to get somebody? Like, oh, no, we're just kidding. We need this guy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the L.A. Rams, which is still really weird to say, uh, they yeah. traded up to number one um, to draft Jared Goff if they – don't draft Jared Goff. That is a extremely ridiculous trade because Carson Wentz is not able to start right away, in my opinion. His completion rate is so low. Actually, I think every quarterback in this draft is like not worth drafting trading up for this high. Yeah, I don't... I'm not going to lie. Until the NFL draft rolled around, I didn't even know who Carson Wentz was. Yeah. Um, I, I just, yeah, that, I, I think the Rams will go with golf number one overall. Um, and I think that, I think golf will go one, Wentz will probably go two. Um, but yeah, I don't, I, I, is Jared Goff number, number one pick this year? Probably, yeah. Any, you know, other years, definitely not, but. Just based on um, team needs. Exactly. It's all about team needs, and obviously, like I think the Titans did something smart here. They're like, we have the number one pick. Everyone wants this pick. You know, we can. You can still get like a, you know, a decent, a decent offensive tackle at number fifteen. Yeah. And they really didn't need that number one pick. Like they got so much out of that trade. Like they made it. They made out like bandits. Oh, yeah. Based on just, like, their needs, they don't need, like, one good guy or, like, one star. 
they need like ten decent players. <laughs> they need help. Yeah, they need a lot of help. Uh, like everywhere, like their defense was atrocious last year, meaning that they had to play behind every single game. Uh, their offensive line was just terrible. So they gave up so many sacks. Although Mariota is kind of prone to being sacked and fumbling. Yeah. But that line did him no favors. No. Zero favors. Um, no. And that, I mean, that's the thing, too, where, like, drafting an offensive tackle number one overall, like, that's not going to change your franchise. But for these other teams in need, like the Rams and... You know, if you draft a quarterback that can, what you hope, have a solid career and someone to, like, you can build your team around that one player, um, that's much more valuable. But, yeah, it was very weird um, in, like, writing about the draft every time. There were definitely several times where I still typed St. Louis Rams and, like, almost didn't notice it and had to go back and change it to Los Angeles. Yeah. That's still very bizarre to me. Um, there's also a couple of breaking news stories. One of which is the NCAA rescinded the ban on satellite camps. Mm-hmm. So Jim Harbaugh is piping it up right now <laughs> since his Twitter is like such a huge fan of Migos. Jim Harbaugh just doing a little jig. He... Uh, whoever runs his Twitter account is fantastic. Like, they do so much funny stuff. So, they're like, thank you, we'd like, we'd like to thank Migos for their support. Hashtag pipe it up. And then, uh, other, other great news. So, the LA Raiders got, or not the LA Raiders, I wish they moved to LA. I was hoping for (laughs) it so badly. I wanted them to be the LA Raiders again so badly. So, Raiders got the short end of the stick, staying in Oakland, because the Chargers get first go at moving to L.A. as the second team. So, you know what the Raiders owner does? What's that? He's like, well, you know what? We don't even need L.A. We're going to go to (laughs) L.V. We're going to move to Las Vegas. Oh, no. Which is a real story that is just coming through. It's like 10 10 minutes old at the time of this recording. Yeah. 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 It's fantastic. I love it. Oh, God. It's so great because the, the NFL already has a big enough like paranoia about sports betting. So mm-hmm. you might as well just put a team in, in the only legal in the only state in the United States where sports betting is legal. You might as well just embrace it. Yeah. Let, let the daily fantasy flow through you. Um, yeah. The good thing about this draft class, though is the number of offensive tackles that are available. Like, Jeremy Tunsil is kind of like the clear number one. Mm-hmm. But, like, Ronnie Stanley out of Notre Dame. Um, Jake or Jack Conklin out of Michigan State. And then Taylor Decker out of Ohio State are all, mm-hmm. pr- like, close together, close-ish together. So the difference between each one is not that big. So... I mean, it's a huge play. I can't really emphasize enough how big of a trade that was for the Tennessee Titans. Because yeah. now they can get an offensive tackle, get, like, a wide receiver, just get, like, a bunch of other, like, tools for Mariota, and then 
improve the defense so it's not an abomination anymore. That would be a step in the right direction. So, um, back to our guy that's actually in the draft, DeForest Buckner. Yep. If he, uh, so he's pretty much slated to be a, a top 10 pick. Yeah. And um, this would be. This would be the second. Let's see. So the. I'm just going over the Oregon's recent draft history. They've had. One, he would be the one, two, three, four. He would be the fifth first round pick for Oregon since the 2013 draft. 2013, you had Dion Jordan go number three overall. Kyle Long went 20 overall. And then. In 2015, you obviously had Mariota, and then you had Eric Armstead go number 17 overall. Yeah. So, looking at a uh, another, he's pretty much. I mean, he, he's a he's a first round lock, and he's pretty close to a top 10 lock. Oh yeah, he's a top uh, 10 talent for sure. Yeah, I mean, I've like the I, i've seen a couple projections that have him going like i think i think the bears have the number 11 pick is that right um i saw like one yes. i saw one i think i saw like one or two projections that had him going to the bears at number 11 but i think if he's on the board at number 7 chip isn't passing up on him yeah uh luckily i think for the 49ers uh, Chip is not the one making that many personal decisions anymore. <laughs> That's probably for the best. Yeah. So, you know, it's uh, it's funny, though, because now the Eagles have been basically just, like, selling off everybody uh, Chip brought in. Yeah. They're like, we're going to forget that era ever happened. Yeah, but and then here's the best part. They're like, "Oh yeah, Sam Bradford, we like you. We'll give you like twelve million. Uh, oh, Chase Daniel, you'll be a great backup. Here's two million. Oh yeah, and then we're gonna trade it for the number two pick to draft a quarterback. It's like, yeah. what is going on right now? And I love it how um, they trade up to the number two pick, and then Don't Bradford's see. just like, "No, I, I'm done. Trade me. I'm not coming to workouts." Yeah, he had like. 78 million from his first contract a ton of which was guaranteed yep he could just retire and he's done like straight yeah. up like just talk about a, inv- invest that money get yourself something nice get a nice house yeah talk about like pulling a McGregor like I'm retiring yeah thanks for the cheese see you later yep that would be great if that was actually his twitter I uh, let's see. I was trying to access Mel Kiper's uh, final 2016 mock draft with Mel Kiper and all his hair gel he will be using today. All five hats. Um, are, are you an ESPN insider? Because I am. I'm cheap enough where I'm not paying for that crap, so I can only see the first three picks. I am. It is. Uh... Okay, we'll just write down this. Yeah. So. <laughs> This is fantastic. All right. Jared Goff to the Rams. Carson Wentz to the Eagles. Laramie Tunsil to the Chargers. Ezekiel Elliott to the uh, Cowboys, which is a joke. There is no reason to draft a running back this early when you're the Cowboys. 
uh, your offensive line is doing all, already doing all the work anyways. Jalen Ramsey to the Jaguars, who is like one, probably the best prospect. Bosa to the Ravens, Buckner to the 49ers, Ronnie Stanley to the Cleveland Browns, Leonard Floyd to the Bucks, Jake Conk or Jack Conklin to the Giants, Shaq Lawson to the Bears, um, Sheldon Rankins to the Saints, Miles Jack to the Dolphins. Miles Jack was rated as like one of the best players in the draft, even though he's an inside linebacker, which is not valued that highly. And now everybody's like, oh, we don't know about him. We don't know about him. Like, what happened in the last two months? Um, Reggie Ragland to the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, Vernon Hargraves third to the Tennessee Titans. So that's the one. Like, I love Vernon Hargraves. Like, don't get me wrong. I mm-hmm. love Vernon Hargraves, but that is a uh, not a team need, especially when he has Taylor Decker going 16 mm-hmm. to the Lions. So... And then my uh, Packers getting Jaron Reed after BJ Raji retires. There you go. Uh, which is, I'm so over drafting linemen and I'm not paying it. <laughs> I'm so over it. Uh, all right, so here's McShay's. Goff to the Rams, Carson Wentz to the Eagles, Ronnie Stanley to the Chargers, Ezekiel Elliott to the Cowboys, Julian Ramsey to the Jaguars, Laramie Tunsil to the Ravens, Buckner to the 49ers, Bosa to the Browns, which is like the smartest pick they've made in years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leonard Floyd to the Bucks, Jack Conklin to the Giants, Shaq Lawson to the Bears, Sheldon Rankins to the Saints, Vernon Harker the third to the Dolphins, Carl Joseph to the Las Vegas Raiders, Taylor Decker to the Titans. All right, then. Yeah. And then the Packers taking Reggie Ragland, who, of course, the day of the, day of the first round of the draft, he is, like, diagnosed with something that is not good. It's like, this is perfect timing. I'm so excited <laughs> it, about this. It couldn't have come out tomorrow. It had to come out today. Well, yeah, seriously, though. that uh, <laughs> If it was like, all right, we drafted him because I love Reggie Ragland. Like, I love him so much. And if it came out that he had like a thing, it'd be like, perfect. This is absolutely fantastic. I'm so happy with this pick. So, and then... Uh, there's like one guy... That I just saw this come across. Rob Mosley retweeted Bob Kandata, who needs to change his Twitter profile picture so badly. <laughs> uh, the Seahawks signed an Oregon tight end. Oh, how about that? Yeah, I'm trying to find out who the tight end is that uh, is representing him. Oh, Brandon Williams. Oh, good for them. Huh. That is a name I have not heard in a long time. Yeah, seriously. Um, so on the topic of the draft, <laughs> I was scrolling through an Oregonian article about um, what to watch for. And this is, this is great. Number three, does Vernon Adams Jr. get drafted? Probably. I mean, that's the... Maybe. It, you know, maybe like fourth round, fifth round. I don't know. He he could fall somewhere in there. But they go. Browns, if, get at me. Fourth round pick. They go. If uh, if Chip Kelly is looking for a quarterback, Vernon Adams Jr. would certainly offer up his services. They're like, let's just link every player in the draft to the 49ers now that Chip Kelly is there. Well, keep this in mind, though. Chip Kelly did not coach Vernon Adams. That's true. 
maybe he has no desire to to work with Vernon Adams whatsoever. Yeah, it's uh. Chip is really just loves track Pac-12 guys. So, yeah. Although, even though Chip loves, like, accurate passers and everything, um, I think that might be a little uh, a little aggressive. Just a little bit. Vernon Adams was pretty confident, though. He said he was uh, he should get drafted ahead of all the other quarterbacks except for Carson Wentz. Yeah. So, um, that won't happen, but I like your confidence, dude. Mm. Yeah. All right. Uh, so the spring game is Saturday. Spring game's coming up. There will be football in Austin Stadium this weekend. So, uh, the big the big news. Uh, Dakota Pruscott. What does he look mm-hmm. like? Also, Michigan football just tweeted a pic, a gif of Jim Harbaugh or Harbaugh walking around the field, like pulling his pants up. <laughs> this is Fantastic. the official Michigan football Twitter feed. Fantastic! God, their their social media is on fire. Um. So yeah, Dakota. I, I, I love this headline about this spring game. Oregon Ducks will play something close to, quote, American football for Saturday's spring game. Yeah, American football. Well, geez, I, I certainly hope so. I mean, yeah. I didn't I didn't come here for a game of cricket, that's for sure. <laughs> I didn't come here to watch school. <laughs> we came here to play football. We didn't come here to play school. <laughs> that's still so funny. Every time. <laughs> It never, it never will not make me laugh. Um. So yeah, apparently there's a lot of injuries. Yeah, there was. I, I like. I heard some speculation that like they didn't even know if there was going to be an actual spring game because like everybody's hurt. Rob, why have we not read about this in the practice reports? <laughs> Come on, Rob. <laughs> Come on, Rob. We know it's not all sunshine and daisies and lollipops and and Eugene. Yeah, I mean, I love his practice reports. I just love how Mac Daddy gets absolutely fired up about it. It's so funny. So here is here is the uh, the bit from um, from the Oregonian about there almost not being a traditional spring game. He said. A day after saying he didn't know whether the Ducks would have enough healthy players to hold a traditional spring game, Oregon coach Mark Helfrich said he got the go-ahead from the team doctors to scrimmage on Saturday. <laughs> Quote, we're going to play a game that will resemble American football. What does that even mean? It means that they'll have live kicks on extra points and field goals, but the rest of the special team scenarios may be limited. Um, I literally cannot care less about special teams. Yeah, they. Uh, I haven't seen. Haven't seen anything yet about the teams, but apparently they split them up yesterday or two days ago. So the teams have been set. Check out the title of the game. Oregon's two-hour Bymart Spring Game, presented by Cosmos Creation. That is an impressive sponsorship sale to make. 
That to is give a naming right and then a presented by. That's uh, that's a reach there. Good for them. That is amazing. Props to Oregon IMG. Who pulled it out? Well, so a couple things. So first, Dakota. Uh, he is a significantly better runner than Vernon Adams. Um, not as accurate. Mm-hmm. Really anticipating how he throw, how well he throws the deep ball. Oh, and the LA Rams just tweeted a picture of Jared Goff. Way to ruin the surprise, guys. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> is nothing sacred anymore? Yeah. Oh, my God. That is ridiculous. <laughs> Come on, guys. Why would you ruin it like that? Um. Yeah, so Dakota, that's, that's what I'm really looking forward to. The others... Uh, Griffin and Brooks James got a lot of praise in some of their practice reports. Mm-hmm. Ty Griffin made some big plays. Um, Merritt, the wide receiver, was making some good plays. Uh, oh, the four three, yeah, that's a thing. So I was there's like a couple times where players like Instagrammed videos themselves, like Pharaoh Brown. Oh yeah, there's Pharaoh Brown. Fair Brown is back. Cleared for contact, which is nothing shy of a miracle. <laughs> it is really a medical miracle. Because <laughs> he almost had his leg cut off, and now he's yeah. playing football again. Yeah, so he that's, Instagrammed. That's impressive. Yeah, so he Instagrammed a video. That guy's going to get so much cheers the first time he touches the ball. Yeah. Um, a couple people, including him, put up on Instagram like a 15 second video of them playing and the 4-3 it really just looks like the fourth guy's hand is on the ground Mm -hmm. like that is the only difference it looks like because the guy with his hand on the ground just like got up and went back into coverage and the other guy like came in and blitz I was like the only difference is is that the guy's hand was on the ground really didn't change much yeah exactly so I don't know and I'm not gonna act like I'm some massive expert on defenses. Yeah. To the fine, like the fine point that I think Hoke is, like single gapping and like two gapping and all this stuff. Like I, I have to take a close look at all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. Other thing, I think this is the most important thing I'm looking for. Actually, that's not true. But because here's an important point I want to get out before that, uh, Travis Johnson, and the other quarterbacks. Because people were like, oh, it's Dakota and Travis. Like, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see if it's actually that close of a competition. Yeah. it'll And it'll be nice that we have, like, we actually have all of our quarterbacks in camp for the spring game this year. So, like, there can be, like, something that resembles a quarterback competition in a spring game. Yeah. I heard you know, yeah. just just something for us to more, – more stuff for us to overanalyze. Yeah. So – I mean, uh, last year I fully talked myself into Lockie after the spring game. Yeah. Um, especially when, when it looked like Vernon Adams might not be able to pass a math test. Uh, that would so. have been a long, dark season if that had happened. <laughs> oh, my God. We, 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 would have, we would have gone to some dark places. Because <laughs> we already got on some people when things were going well. 
Yeah, I'm not going to be like one of those people that wasn't on Vernon Adams at one point. I think it was after the Utah game. We're like, this is a failed experiment. I said, I just don't even think Vernon Adams is that good. Psych, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Oops. <laughs> yeah. So, um, all right then. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting matchup because it's, yeah, we get to see both of them like mm-hmm. in the same context. The most important thing to me, do we have players that can snap a football? Oh, my God, for the love of God, please. <laughs> let us have something that, you know, if we're going to play something that resembles American football, let's have something that resembles a center. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> that TCU game was so bad. I remember last year's spring game. Uh, I think the Notre Dame guy, Haggerty, transferred in before that, so he was in for the spring. And he was great. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Uh, but I remember the other centers were awful at snapping the football. One of which, like on the 10, snapped it over the quarterback's head for a safety. Yeah, that's just amazing. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, coaching, like, coaches need to prepare everybody for everything. But if you can't snap a football, like, that's just, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, so I just want to see a guy be able to snap a football. Like, multiple guys would be preferred. We're, We're not asking for a lot here, just really the basics. Yeah, just a couple guys can snap a football like they could just sit there afterwards they could just snap like a long snapper just snap and sit there and that would be an improvement yep so do we have anything to add let's oh baseball baseball is in the thick of it it is baseball season indeed it's a uh this is always what I find so weird is Oregon will play Oregon State on like a middle of the week non-conference game. Uh-huh. Oregon Ducks hold off Oregon State Beavers 7 to 6 in non-league baseball game. How's that non-league? There's like some weird thing on I don't know. I I read into it once. I obviously don't remember it, but there's <laughs> There's something where, like, every now and then they'll play, like, these midweek games against, like, Oregon State or someone that... It's a Pac-12 game, but it doesn't actually count towards Pac-12 standings. It's, like, basically as if these two teams were, like, in different conferences. Yeah. I know Oregon football did that in Utah's first game in the Pac-12. Um... Because Oregon had scheduled it a few years prior. Uh, and that was... And then, like, the first the year, the year they were actually going to play it, they had scheduled a few years out. Utah surprisingly joined the conference. And so they were like, mm-hmm. all right, well, this isn't going to be a league game. Because it would throw, the, like, the overall records out of whack. Right. So, but Oregon and Oregon State have been in the conference for a long time. Yeah. Basketball team-wise. That, that, nothing's changed there, so... Yeah, well, Oregon baseball, 
which has an amazing amount of games, is over halfway through the season. Um, they are a team of runs, mostly lo- mostly losses. Like they started out five and zero, and yeah. there was like a few strings of losses. So they yeah, lost three it looks of the like four. yeah, it looks like they're very uh, a streaky team. Yeah, at best, which I mean. Guess it can all even out in the end, but yeah. So they uh, they just the Oregon State game snapped a four game losing streak. Before that, they had won three, four, five in a row, and lost three in a row, lost four in a row. Yeah, it's been very very streaky at best. Um. So they've got about a a month left in their season before NCAA regionals at the beginning of June. Yeah. Well, I saw some people calling for George Horton to be fired. I was like, "Whoa!" Uh, well, he's very expensive to be coaching a losing team. Yeah. But yeah, that is probably an overreaction. Yeah, I so, mean, yeah, I feel like it's uh, expensive coach, but you know, program's been pretty much more or less successful, and it'll be interesting to see how they finish it out. Yeah. And uh, if you're going to the spring game, baseball has a game right after that. You can actually complete the uh, the Oregon Sports Super Saturday trifecta. You can go to the uh, you can go to the spring game, and you can go to the Oregon baseball game, and then at five there's the Oregon softball game. Oh! So if you feel like getting in your your fix of Oregon sports for the day, they got you covered. And the new softball field is pretty cool. It's pretty awesome. I. I I spent my fair share of time at at Howfield when I was a student there, and I was like, man, this place needs some help. Yeah. Like I'm pretty I'm pretty sure I had seen like, you know, recreational parks in cities that had nicer softball stadiums than than what it was. Yeah, that is a fair assessment. So, all right. Well, I'm psyched. Psyched. Buckner's going to be top 10, most likely to the 49ers to play alongside Eric Armstead. Probably on the opposite side of the 3-4. Um, spring game, Saturday. Prescott versus Johnson. Can a center snap the football? Uh, the 4-3 defense. And then, if you're really feeling it, you can go see the baseball game afterwards. And then the softball game after that. If you really love your ducks. Just all the sports. Yeah, exactly. So, any closing comments? Uh, that's about it. I'm going to predict Buckner goes to the Niners. That's my prediction. Bold move. Going out on a <laughs> Really? <laughs> really? Going really really out on a there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's the smart move. So... Vernon Adams and Braylon Addison are like the only other two ducks that I've seen projected to go anywhere in the draft, which is pretty 
impressive, I guess, that like no ducks are being drafted, and Oregon still did really well last year when the sample size includes Vernon Adams. Yep. So, awesome. Well, that'll do it for us here in Amsterdam. Uh, next week, we're going to talk about the NFL draft more and have a super conversation about the NFL or about the college football Oregon Duck super mega spring game with the spring game that that's, will resemble American football in some way, shape, or form. That's what we're going to petition for it to be called next year, the super mega spring game. <laughs> the super mega ultra spring game. <laughs> Presented by Cthulhu. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for us. See you guys next week.